Hey, this is Z over Integrity Radio. I enjoyed your segment. Perhaps the word that you were looking for is skepticism. My dad has made a life career out of educating scientists and other educators on the importance of adding skepticism. Because as you're saying, experiential or uh, anecdotal evidence is very bad evidence. So you have to educate yourself before you come to, well, what you're calling a conclusion. My question would be, why conclude anything? I understand you may feel this is a word semantic, but when you're trying to explain something, detail of words are important. Thanks. All right, I've been trying to follow Gary Vee, but I, I have such a hard time with it. Let me explain why. It's a thing called cult of personality. Right now, we have an issue where people are famous just for being famous, right? We have a similar problem in banking. People are making money just by making money. And then here's a similar thing with the so-called motivational speakers. Um, although I'm sure some will say Gary is not that. But he is making money by way of network marketing or networking. What people are forgetting is that networking is so that you can make money, not make money by way of networking. Thanks again for your segment. The past two calls were call-ins that I made. The station creator, of course, did post the call-ins, but I am not echoing their response. And the reason I'm not echoing the response is just because it's the same drivel. It's the same using a bunch of words to say nothing and then ending it all with, well, it's just my opinion. I could be wrong. This particular content creator talked about how they don't mind being wrong. They'll just post stuff. And then if somebody knows more about it, um, then they'll accept that as a lesson. My question is, is are you going to pay people for this? There seems to be a common bond with anyone that's a fan of Gary V. They're all spitting out the same drivel, which is, it's okay to be wrong. I'm just being me. I have to be motivated. I have to get out there and do, do, do. It doesn't matter if it's wrong, wrong, wrong. Screw the planet. It doesn't matter that there's limited resources. Screw all that. My opinion is what's important. Now understand there's a thing called paralyzed by analysis. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about just refusing to analyze. Just going with your emotion as intellect. Yeah, I called in with questions, but those questions weren't answered at all. So if this content creator would answer my question, I'd probably post their response. There is a thing called doing your own thinking. But again, the, the word here is thinking, not own, my own. No, the, the main word there is thinking. So you people are lying to yourselves and lying to others. 
I mean, let's just put it this way. If you're thinking and you're not being skeptical, then you're not really thinking. You're simply responding to the emotional stimuli at the moment. You know, it's funny. Now that philosophy is pretty much a dead so-called science, it seems that now everyone's come out of the woodwork to become a philosopher. Now, folks, philosophy is dead because it's useless now. Useless. You can't make statements like philosophy is still important. No, it isn't. You ha if you make that statement, you have to have a fact to back it up. Give me some facts. Give me something non-philosophical that Gary Vee says, something technical that allows you to succeed in your network marketing. If you think that doing stuff without giving any thought, any skeptical or critical thought to the action, and if you think that method is more efficient, then where's your proof? What was a bit annoying about this was I called in just to add some information to the caller's already very good information. Well, they seem to have taken that addition of information as a challenge against the information that they gave. This seems to be a common thing. And in the act of doing this, they wind up tipping their hands as to how ignorant they actually are on the topic. And rather than to include the information and upgrade their understanding, they'd rather just argue points that they're ignorant on. And always preface this with, well, it's just my opinion. Folks, are you seeing the stack of bullshit rising here? You know, this content creator stated that skepticism uh, took too much time. And of course, they didn't give any reason, but they just love Gary Vee. I think I know how people felt when they were trying to tell people that Hitler wasn't a good idea. And just remember, today's Hitlers have gone back to being wolves in sheep's clothing. The modern-day Hitler comes wrapped in the cult of personality. I think it should be understood that Hitler was a motivational speaker. You know, people didn't quite, not everybody really understood Hitler, but they sure were motivated. The Chad Sifu has been posting some really great content lately. I think this segment really is a good representation of skepticism at work. I really think people don't understand what skepticism is. They know the word. It's just like secular, right? They know the word, but they don't really understand what the word is. Which really leaves a lot of room for people that like to infiltrate words and fill your mind with nasty little inaccuracies. So come on, people, be skeptical. It's not going to hurt you. Don't be scared. It's not going to interfere with your creative abilities. It certainly isn't going to interfere with your intellectual abilities. I mean, seriously, to not be skeptical is the same as not being intellectual. It's called being intellectually disingenuous. I tell you, I'm going to start considering Anchor the home of the intellectually disingenuous. Now, I don't consider myself an intellectual, 
But listening to folks on Anchor, I certainly do feel like an intellectual. Yes, folks are getting on here and they're networking and they're marketing. All with the costume of being an intellectual. Now, how would I know? Well, I'm surrounded by intellectuals. I was raised by intellectuals. So I at least know what an intellectual sounds like. I suppose you can consider me pretty goddamn intellectual for a dumb guy. Okay, so my advice is to get a dictionary and look up intellectual disingenuousness. Or uh, look it up online. Ah, dictionary would be better. And please, for the love of all that is reasonable, for the love of all that is humane, please stop prefacing everything you say with, well, this is just my opinion. Pretty sure that's just how they're trying to have you not argue with them, just saying, oh, it's just my opinion. How old are you? Twelve. <laughs> you got it, man. You figured it out. <laughs> this message is for Mr. Z's from Integrity Radio. I am so blessed and honored to have been featured on your song. It was an amazing track. Uh, I, I don't know what to say. I'm going to send this back home. You are like the Beatles. Elvis don't have shit on you, my man. You are the king of mashups and the new era of what brings in the new dawn of music. You have embodied yourself and you are the biggest thing to hit 2017 and 18 and the future better move and all the fake producers and fake people of the world get out. Mr. Z is coming for you. He's going to rip your face off. He's going to eat it, spit it back on you. And he is the number one man. I'm his number one fan. And together we are number one mans. Peace. Artistato out. people to do this business. A person convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. You are not like everybody else. You can walk outside and find pigeons, but if you're looking for eagles, it's going to take you a minute. You are different. It's lonely at the top. How many of you know it's lonely at the top? Raise your hands. It's lonely at the top, but you eat better. That's what I'm talking about. The secret is, is there's certain times don't think that when you get up in the morning, don't think. Just roll out of bed, go in your life cycle, or go on a bicycle ride, or go to the gym, work out. You know that's what you have to do. And then read something and learn something. So don't even think.
Terrence, Bill T, Francis, uh, got a question for you. I'm gonna and I'm gonna I'm gonna warn you right now. It's a trick question. Okay, trick question. Do you believe in climate change? Yes or no? Um. Yeah. Do you believe in climate change? Uh. Do you believe in climate change? Well, I wouldn't believe in it. It's a it's a thing. You don't it, believing it means you, be, it's, you believe that it's real, but it's not actually. That you don't know if it's real, but it's a fact. People know it's real. They've proven it. Terrence, if you don't mind, how old of a young man are you? I'm 15. 15, okay. Yeah, enough said. Thanks, Patrick, from We Live on a Planet. Um, now, on climate change. I have the climate change in-house expert here <laughs> and um, I know I've talked to you about this but I haven't really talked at all on Anchor regarding my views on climate change mm -hmm. but uh, yeah I don't believe in climate change I understand what is called climate change as pollution and I do believe that pollution is destroying our ecosphere, our biosphere. Yes, and so, causing the planet's climates to change. Yeah. Now, people will say that I'm being uh, semantical here. Yeah. Well, clarify, because you do believe in the, the change that's happening. You just don't like, or you know, quote, believe, but... You don't like the term that's being used. It's the term that you have an issue with, not the science behind it. Yeah, I think the words uh, are important, especially when you're really trying to detail something, when you're trying to figure a problem out. Uh, words are extremely important. Mm -hmm. And this climate change has left a loophole in the uh, public psyche where pollution didn't have the same loophole. You know, people understood pollution and I think that climate change has sort of become the loophole for people to sort of be able to jump through and say, well, I don't understand climate change. I mean, you know, yeah, weather changes. That's what, pollution. that's why it's called weather. Pollution we sounds worse too. Pollution's a better term. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to pollute their own drinking water. Nobody wants to pollute their food. And so, but then this whole, you know, this whole marketing scheme, really, of weather, uh, what is it called? Climate change, right? Uh, I think has really messed things up. So I think it's important what you call things and then believing in climate change and not believing climate change does no one any bit of good and uh yeah the word belief is used for something that um, <clears throat> can't be scientifically proven and i'm going to go one step further and this is why i really am not very vocal on the whole topic other than the semantics of the words and that is I don't feel that we're, you know, 
our environment is our environment. We can't sidestep this. In other words, we have to get it right within ourselves. And then the environment and how we live within the environment will follow suit. We can't not fix ourselves, but somehow fix the environment. That's just absurdity. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know this just from being a hiker, right? You, you're a solo hiker, long distance solo hiker. Well, at one certain point, there is a breakdown of integrity because you're carrying too much weight. You don't have any toilet paper. Uh, you're about to run out of food or you haven't eaten food for a while. So you're going to eat some endangered species. I mean, you're gone across the line, you know. In other words, when no one's looking, people are going to do what they do. People do what they need to do to survive as well. Right. And so that's more of the issue that needs to be uh, addressed. We also talked about the massive influx of migrants coming uh, into first world countries third world migrants coming into first world countries that are now going to want all of the goods. They want, they're want. they going to want all the stuff. And why wouldn't they want it? Because we all have it. Yeah, we all have it. So why couldn't they have it? So that's another uh, issue yeah, that needs really to needs to be addressed. And all of this directly affects pollution here on Earth. Why it's called uh, climate change is... is I don't know. I I really think that's engineered consent language. Okay, I just got to document the term nuance of detail. And what was in that relationship to the nuance of detail? The way we you know you're approaching a problem and approaching fixing that problem. Right. Well, it could certainly have an effect down the line. I mean, it's in how it's, it's how in it's laid out to begin with. It's in contrast to you know just go out there and do it. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. You know, <laughs> there's well, a think, nuance. I, I think there. there's different. There's things that you can go out and do, and not be afraid to make mistakes. But right. when you're talking about the the future of the world, and there's and and there's already research and science behind it that's different yeah if it's a brand new field and no one's done anything well then yeah you have to go explore and and make mistakes yeah but it just depends on what you're talking about right I think the problem here is people will just jump over the lines there Mm -hmm. you know they'll they'll be talking about some personal thing like you know maybe a career decision and then they'll jump over the line and talk about a population decision or a political or, you know, a, or a world problem such as pollution, you know, yeah. and then jump back. We're never, we're never going to get anywhere. If, if someone has spent the time and the money and whatever it is to do the research, you have to, it's verified research, you have to take that into account and start from there, not yeah. start over again. Yeah, it kind of harkens back to the segment on um, elitism or Mm anti-elitism, people uh, not trusting 
those that are smarter and more learned than they are. And you have to be careful too, because of the research. Because there's a lot of research out there that's that's garbage. So you have to be sure that oh, yeah. it's, it's good yeah. too. And well, that, the disinformation. That's, I think that's a lot of the problem is disinformation. And now yeah. people don't believe anything. Right? It's all fake. It's fake news. Everything's fake. Right. But that's not true. Yeah. Not everything is. And then you got you know I I like Casey Neistat. He's a a YouTube vlogger, and. You know, his whole motto is uh, just go out there and do it. Uh, what What is it? Yeah, it's nobody knows what they're doing. This is a whole new world. So just go out there and do it. You know, I, I, I don't know the exact motto. Mm. I think it's like work harder, I think is his motto, mm. <laughs> which is good for somebody that's hyperactive and, uh, you know, has to run about 10, 20 miles a day. <laughs> But no, with limited resources, we really need to develop more of a contemplative society, not a more motivated, let's go out there and do it. Don't don't worry about failing, you know. Well, we, I mean, we need that. We do need that sense that don't be afraid to do it. But that needs to be directed to the proper place, like, you know, putting people on Mars or yeah, something like that. It, it needs to be funneled into the right activity genetics right yeah stuff like that yeah yeah you know i i noticed as bogus sciences kind of fall to the wayside uh you know alchemy and you know pseudosciences of various natures it seems that hordes just jump on to those things yeah now there's pete there's so many alchemists out there mm -hmm. and there's uh so many philosophers you know now that philosophy is sort of taking a back seat pretty much now everybody's a philosopher so yes the nuance of detail integrity radio Hello, Integrity Radio. This is Diesel's Productions LLC Legacy. Uh, thanks for your call in. Now, that's this is what this is all about. Um, you get positive feedback, you get negative feedback, you get feedback in between. So that's good stuff. Uh, appreciate your call in. Looking forward to connecting with you and contacting you soon. Take care and enjoy your new year. Peace. Z, Z, hi, it's Maria. I'm on the streets of Seattle as I speak right now. And I just wanted to call you and say thank you so much for the heads up on the Bruce Lee gravesite. Yes, we did. We said Bruce Shree five times. Did he appear? Did he appear where you are? Because it didn't happen where we were. <laughs> you didn't say where he was going to appear. Maybe it was at your house. <laughs> Anyway, I hope you have a happy, happy new year. Blessings to you. Stop, Riley. Uh, Maria, the reason it didn't work is you have to really enunciate his name properly. It's Bruce Lee. Yes, yes, Bruce Lee. Um, I know the Asians, they have a hard time with the L's and R's, but um, uh, us, us Anglers, we really should be able to enunciate the Bruce Lee and Bruce Lee five times rapidly said rapidly um, will certainly make him appear. I I don't know what to say. I'm gonna send this back home. You are like the Beatles. Elvis don't have shit on you, my man. You are the king. Oh.
Messages for Mr. Z's. I am so blessed and honored. It was an amazing track. And the new era of what brings in the new dawn of music. embodied yourself I am the king. I am the king. and you are the biggest thing to hit 2017 and 18 the, the future better move I and all the fake the producers and fake people I of the world the get out I am the king. Mr. Z is coming I for you he's gonna rip your face off he's gonna eat it spit king. it back on you And he is the number one man. I'm his number one fan. You are the king. No. Yeah, we're all in, in different life situations, and that's why it's so important to share our stories so that we can be compassionate for each other and be out there to support each other. To figure out what your emotional triggers are and to be able to overcome them and work through them and realize when it's happening to you. That is very empowering. We all have to be responsible for ourselves. We have to be responsible for our own emotional triggers. So many of us find it so hard to do. It's something we need to work on and something that is so worth working on. I think it's, it's nice to be nice, but yes, absolutely. In the end, we are all responsible for ourselves. Z from Integrity Radio. It can be a little bit frustrating. You're looking for that exchange. And when somebody doesn't give you that exchange or is incapable of, of exchanging with you, I can be a little bit of a pisser, you know, especially when the subject matter is meaty.
I can be a little bit of a pisser. I can be a little bit of a pisser. And you want to get into it, you know? And someone just doesn't doesn't kind of push back a little bit, you know? It just ruins the whole, whole dynamic of it, you know? There's benefit in the disagreement too, you know? So, I get it. So, I get it. I'm calling to say hello, please uh, take listens. And I heard you're the guy to do remixes. I've listened to your stuff. Listen, Z, you're a badass at your at your mashups. How does that philosophy play in to genital mutilation of children? Alcohol is actually responsible for maintaining this simplistic philosophy. How does that work? Now, life at its very core and its very essence is very simplistic, very understandable. Oppression in whatever name it comes in is horrible. The future of our humanity deserves better. But we are not simplistic life forms. We actually represent the complexity of life. Any injustice left unchecked could eventually hit one of us or one of our loved ones. As far as we can tell, we are the most complex thing in the universe. In the same way that heroin is good. Yes, it's good for very sick people. Infiltrate the language. I complexity of our lives, the common wisdom of gratitude. I think our desire to relieve ourselves from anxiety is coincides with our desire. There could be nothing more wrong. Transforming our warring proclivities into technologies that benefit humanity. Appreciate all things not be gratuitous towards all things. It's ridiculous. A healthy human should be waging war on anything that threatens the future of its existence. Consciously and unconsciously, just think of what you're doing. No, man, I want to maintain the trajectory of solving the massively complex issues that lie ahead for the generations to come. Got a marsupial, right? So most people have come to the understanding that it's no thing. But the future of humanity will certainly appreciate our efforts. Let alone there's nothing in nature where the male of the species actually is giving birth. It's always the female. Now the monetary system has collapsed. It collapsed a long time ago. It became a system of debt. It became a system of welfare for everybody. Is a Middle Eastern white guy that cares mostly about Americans. What the? It's everyone's been bailed out. Everybody's on welfare. You know, the shit that you think that you don't really have evidence for. If you are succeeding in a failed system, it's called corruption. 
they go out and manufacture evidence where none exists. I implore you people, please be a person of integrity. Strive towards integrity. Man, I'm pretty sure anarchy is not runaway consumers. That's worse than saying and doing nothing for them because now you're actively saying that you're going to do nothing for them. I'm pretty sure it's not institutionalized stupidity. My greatest hopes is to leave you with no other option but to succeed. So why do I care? Well, I care because I think it's morally repulsive to offer desperate people false hope. Listen, Z, you're a badass. Integrity Radio. Denial of evolution is not unique to the United States. Look at the Muslim world. They deny evolution in much greater numbers. They deny the observable fact that you can mix salt and fresh water. That's the kind of denial I'm looking for, and that's why I gave them all the oil. Don't you want to be more like the Muslims, America? Like your president? I mean, the Islamic world is the world's most advanced theological... I mean, you could say America, but generally, the Muslim world is where most of the theological innovation still happens. Sure, you can say that people still move in the United States. They move, and they shake, and they dance, and they bow and genuflect in worship. They, you know, they, they handle serpents and put their arms up to me. Have you seen that? Like I'm holding them at gunpoint. And that's largely because of the spiritual capital that America has left. But America is falling behind. And I think it's because they're no longer teaching creation science in the classroom. When you have a portion of the population that doesn't believe in that, it holds everybody back, really. Because then I have to unleash hurricanes and tornadoes and earthquakes and the occasional Celine Dion hit to remind people of my power and capriciousness. Or is it capriciosity. My guiding hand is the fundamental idea in all of creation science, in all of biology. It's like, it's very much analogous to trying to figure out what to do with a young non-virgin girl or homosexual without believing in my word. You're just not going to get the right answer. Your, your whole world is just going to be a mystery instead of an exciting place. Um, the right answer, by the way, is stone them to death. Um, that's the right answer for a lot of things, actually. In fact, I would just use that as a general rule when you're trying to figure out what to do, because, I mean, you can't just let 14-year-old girls talk out of turn, am I right? As my young prophet Joseph Smith said, when you're in love, you want to tell the world that that kind of thing shouldn't limit your options to just one woman. That's crazy. So once in a while, I get people that really or claim they don't believe that my guiding hand is responsible for all of creation. And my response is generally, well, why not? Really, why not? Your world just becomes this fantastically complicated place without creation science. You've got to figure out all kinds of really, really hard things like uh, radioactivity, geological stratagem, um, quantum psychics, squid. And if people say, here are these ancient dinosaur bones or fossils, here is radioactivity, here are distant stars that are just like our star but at a different point in their life cycle, the idea of deep time of billions of years explains so much of the world around us that I don't think appealing to a deity is necessary anymore, then I say, ignore that. Go to the Creation Museum, saddle up a dinosaur, see how plausible it is. It's crazy, just untenable. It's self-inconsistent to dismiss my guiding hand without 
riding a dinosaur like humans used to do. Or at the very least, you know, people owe it to themselves to take a really close look at the banana. And I say to the grown-ups, if you want to deny creation science and live in your world, in your world that every day is more accurately explained by science, that's fine, but don't make your kids do it. Don't make them deny creation science. I mean, evolution is just a theory, right? It's like gravity, plate tectonics, or, or the water cycle. We need biblically literate voters and taxpayers for the future. We need people that can look you right in the eye and say, I believe in talking snakes. We need theologians that can cite the Kalam cosmological argument and convince ignorant young people that it's a good substitute for actual evidence. Plus, again, the idea of riding a dinosaur? Come on, kids love that. Don't take that from them. It's just really a hard thing. It's really a hard thing. You know, in another couple of centuries, if we don't start teaching creationism again, that worldview, that people rode on dinosaurs, like on the Flintstones, I'm sure will be, it just won't exist. Uh, there will be no evidence for it other than cartoons. And I think we all know how dangerous cartoons can be.